0: Be careful about what you talk about.
1: We are live,
0: live. and I'm going My dark. Friends. See you guys for a couple minutes.
1: The Panthers have traded up with the Seattle Seahawks now, and they are picking number 37 in the draft. And we will know who they picked shortly.
2: Join us live. Adding that to boom, boom, boom.
1: You know, I will. I'm going to warn you guys listening in now. I'm going to warn you. If we trade it up to pick Will Greer, I'm going to die of laughter. I'm going yeah. to cackle and howl and die.
2: Oh, no. My brother just texted me and said, There you go. I'm not sure if he's still at the draft or not. I mean,
3: never mind.
1: Could
4: someone freaking report what it is? Jesus.
1: Yeah. As soon as you know, let me know so I can tell Walker because he's writing the the pick article.
4: No, I, I know who it is. It's Greg Little. Is it really? Yes. I'm just. I'm trying to figure out who. What the compensation is.
1: Thank you for telling me who it is, so I could let Walker
4: know. I'm just. Can someone? I'm looking. Oh my god. Someone please tell me.
2: Are you sure it's Greg Little?
4: I'm 100% positive.
2: Uh-huh. Steve Reed just reported it.
3: What?
2: So we're good there, but he, but no one knows what they traded up with. <laughs> The Panthers traded pick forty seven and pick seventy seven. Seriously? Field Yates.
1: What? Are you are you serious?
2: Yeah. We traded
1: we traded two our next two picks to move up.
2: Yep.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I mean I get forty seven because we had to swap second rounders. Like that makes sense, but seventy seven is a steep price. Hold on, hold on. Are you sure? Someone's
4: saying it's a hundred.
2: Uh Field Yates is saying it. I don't
0: know. Hi guys, like the pick?
1: I love the pick. I don't know if I like the trade.
4: Dude, that is awful.
1: Okay, well, instant analysis of this is I love the tra- I love the selection of Greg Little. I think it's a very good pick. He's a true left tackle. We need At least a left or right tackle so we can keep Cam Newton safe. Uh, Depending on what the trade is, I don't know if I like that or
4: not.
2: I already don't like the trade. Field Yates is reporting that we gave up the 77th pick as
4: well. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, they gave it up. I'm looking at the ESPN.
2: So the Panthers traded up to grab Greg Little, offensive tackle. Oh my
4: God, no.
2: Not a fan.
1: Seahawks received pick 30, or traded pick 37 for 47 and 77.
2: Yep. Oh my God. They have, and Steve Reed is coming in as well and saying they have one more third round pick, which is 100 overall. So yep, I can, I would say it's pretty much confirmed that they traded away their, their second round pick and their next third round pick. So. All they have left is the compensatory selection. Oh well, that's the important one anyway. Well, I mean, so let's let's dive into this. Um, obviously, we're mad about the compensation here, uh, but Greg Little seems like he'll be the starting offensive tackle on the left side day one, and they were targeting him in round one. Billy, you you were big on that yesterday, so I mean. Obviously, the compensation sucks, but they ended up with Brian Burns and Greg Little when they might have only ended up with Greg Little. So, I mean, it's not all bad, right? Right?
0: Since Billy isn't talking, the tra- the trade value chart that we all know is gospel. Um, the 37th pick is 530 points. Uh, the Panthers, the 47th pick and the 77th pick are... 635, so 105 points larger, like 20% larger.
1: I really wish they would have traded the one number 100 pick.
0: Would have probably been a better idea. I'm guessing I, that I, Seattle I wouldn't I feel
4: like how Giants fans felt after they traded Daniel Jones.
0: Uh,
3: that's
4: not no, bad bad I'm now. not that bad. I'm pretty pissed, though.
0: No, it's it's not not the best uh play in the board, but uh, it's
1: a classic Marty Herney move.
0: It is.
2: Well, they got an offensive tackle and they got a defensive lineman, so they did need that. I mean, I'm <laughs> not I'm not a hundred percent happy with the trade either, but I'm trying to be you know a little optimistic here.
1: Yeah, I mean my my opinion summed up in one quick easy sentence. Twitter format, I hate the trade, but I love the pick. I I hate giving up the 77th overall pick to move up 10 spots to get an offensive lineman, but I like Greg Little, and I think he's going to be a good choice. I just wish we could have either traded number 100 or even one of our lower, like, fourth-round picks. But, I mean, you know, you have to pay to play. So I get it, but I also – that doesn't mean I have to like it.
2: Right.
4: I don't understand that.
2: Same.
4: Like, even on the trade value chart, like, Jacksonville gave up a fourth. They got a fourth back with Oakland for moving up a few spots. And, oh, my God. And I thought, like, it's only ten spots in the second round.
2: So, I want to respond to Tony H. He said, we must have really liked Little. Apparently, Little was in consideration at 16 yesterday. So, the Panthers did value him. I guess they wanted to make sure they got him. So,
1: I mean, they probably would have taken him yesterday if Brian Burns was off the board.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm kind of hung up on. It. Like, I, I get that they just gave up more draft capital, which they obviously need for stuff they, for stuff for like other positions, but they did manage to lock in like 1A and 1B, I guess is the best way to put it.
0: You're the worst. Part about this is, we have to wait forever before the Panthers pick again.
1: Yes, we have to go from 37 to 100 now. <laughs> that's yeah, a long that's, time. That's
0: two entire rounds of the draft. Yes. I may not be here the whole time. I'm gonna uh, try. Not, I, I don't think we're gonna. No,
1: we're not <laughs> gonna go live the whole time. No.
0: Let's see. Let's see. What time was the 100th pick made last year? Game time, and baby. The time
1: Buffalo just traded up to take Cody Ford, so we might have had to make this move if we wanted to get a tackle.
0: Yeah, that, that is true. The Bills like, I, gave up like a sixth round pick. Let's see.
2: I mean, right. honestly, if you think about it, the Bills might have been the ones that were fighting with us
1: to that trade might, up. Yeah, the Bills might be why we had to give up 77. They because might have wanted to move up where we were to get Cody Ford, or they might have wanted um, Greg Little, and they settled for Cody Ford.
2: Yeah, like, I, I honestly think what happened was the Bills offered something where it's like we couldn't get by with the second-round pick and the 100s, so we had to move up. We had to give them more. Because that happens a lot in the, like the middle rounds for like teams. There's multiple trades on the board, especially in the second round nowadays. Oh, I like. gotta, I gotta leave. Bye, Billy. uses Uh, JDS. I'll be, right I'll be right back.
4: No, I just gotta use the bathroom.
2: Oh, okay, oh, we'll see you. J- see you later. JDS asked if we liked Little better than Ford. Um,
1: I'd I, like them equally. To
2: I, be well, honest. Well, my thing, my thing is that Ford is like the guy where he would play multiple positions. Like he could play center, guard, yeah, and tackle where Little seems like he's going to be the guy where the, he's slated to play left tackle for the Panthers. So I kind of like Little a little more, but I don't really... <laughs> I said
0: Little yeah, again. yeah.
2: I, um,
1: I I agree with you. I like Little more because he's a true left tackle. And I think... I know a lot of people disagree with this, tape, but I don't think Taylor Moten is a true left tackle. I think he's a right tackle that's playing left tackle, that, that played it for one game. And I think Cody Ford's strong point is his versatility, and I think both of those are strong assets, but I think I like Greg Little a little bit more, and, I did it too, because he's a true left tackle.
2: Tony H just made a good point. Uh, Evans took over for Ford at left tackle at Oklahoma, so it wasn't even like he was the best left tackle on the team at that point. So, I mean like if you're looking for your, for your left tackle, which I think they were like with Dillard, if they if they didn't get Brian Burns, I think that this is a nice consolation prize, and I think that since they had little as a first-round rated prospect, I understand moving up for it, um, especially if you're fighting with Buffalo for it too, right. so I'm, I don't, I'm not yeah. happy that they traded away the next pick, but if they I would say I'd rather them have done it than Buffalo.
0: Just for, yeah. by the way, for perspective, um, for expectation. Uh, last year, the 100th pick was made at right at 11 o'clock. Uh, two years ago, the 11th pick was made at like 1130.
1: Oh, God, that's a long ass time.
0: <laughs> We're going to have to wait three, to, three and a half to four hours to make so, our next pick. Yeah, so that's I, not happening. Marty so do I need to go and get a bite to eat or something. Man.
1: Speaking of a bite to eat, please don't mind me. I'm going to be eating tater tots.
0: I'll be eating my leftover pizza from last night at some point during this as well, probably. Uh, Stephen Jones
2: asks, "What's the best thing going forward for the Panthers?" I'm not really sure what he's asking. Is it about the draft? Maybe, but I'll answer both ways. Um, going forward, I mean, they've addressed two big needs, and obviously, they think Greg Little addresses the uh, left tackle position, and obviously, Brian Burns was a big was a big thing for you know the pass rush. So that's good. I mean, it seems like they're balancing their team out a little bit. Um, As far as the draft goes, I mean, like, I would say the best-case scenario is they walk away with a starting safety that – or not even a starting safety, but one that can, you know, compete with, uh, with Rashawn Galdon slash Colin Jones slash DeNora Searcy at free safety. But, Billy, what are, what are your thoughts on this pick? I know you're not happy about the trade, but <laughs> –
4: I just, I just don't understand. Like, I don't. I'm still. I don't know. I'm kind of speechless. I'm just like, I don't get.
2: Well, what, what do you think about like if they were competing with Buffalo for this? I mean, because that's they, that's what it seems like based on the way that what happened. the No, very I next they, just, thing.
4: they just they don't have to like. Y- here's a problem. Like, they're going out and they're using the media to report all this stuff about how they wanted like a certain player. Like, there was leaks. By certain individuals last night, how they wanted little. That's how I found out. Obviously, that little was in consideration, and they're going to spin this. I guarantee they're going to spin it as soon as they get on their press conference in a minute. Here, they're going to spin it and be like, "We had rate, little rated very highly. Like we feel like we're going a first-round talent. That's fine, but that's not how you play the draft board. Like you just have to like you know be patient and let like players fall to you. And I get that Ford was still available, or excuse me, he went a pick later. But just look at what Buffalo gave up. I mean, I know they're not going that high up, but it's just, it just feels like a classic overreaction, and he, he's only bidding against himself. Hmm.
0: Separating the trade that you seem to be a little – you don't know if you like it or not. What do you think of Greg Little, the player?
4: I mean, he's a really good pass blocker. He's a good player. Um, I just – I don't think that he's the best uh, – Run defender right now. I mean, he has some issues with his strength, and I think that, you know, his technical deficiencies can be sorted out in some ways. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't have taken him that high at, you know, at 16. I would have been a little annoyed. Um, I just, I feel like, you know, the upside is a little, it's not that great either. Uh, I, I think that he has the chance to be like a Michael Orr type player, which, I mean, take that for whatever it is, but that's kind of like the same type of talent I see with him. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's that's about it. I mean, I'm still just – I'm just trying.
0: Michael Orr was was fine when he was here as our left tackle. Um, If we get a second-round pick that could contribute for any substantial length of time, I think that's a a win based on uh, our past history. And really, if we're being honest, any draft pick that contributes significantly at any level is a hit because there's a lot that uh, just never even like make make a contribution at all. Yeah, I'm fine with the pick. Like I said, I never never like trading up, but whatever, it happened. So yeah, like I've said,
1: I'm fine with the pick. I actually love the pick. I'm glad we tra- we I'm glad we picked Greg Little. Uh, I just wish the trade would have been different. And in our Slack chat, Eric makes a good point. If Greg Little turns out to be our franchise left tackle, this doesn't matter in five years, in 10 years. We gave up a third-round pick to get a franchise cornerstone tackle. Then it's fine. Uh, the only concern is if he turns out to not be very good.
0: And then Marty Herney gets another blemish on his second-round record Yeah. and trade-up record.
1: And Daniel, uh, one of our other members of our Slack group, says, Yeah, if he would have been taken, he would have been gone by 47. And that is absolutely true. There's no way Greg Little would have m- lasted that long. Who else would we have taken at 47 and 77 that would add up to equal value of a true franchise left tackle? Is that possible? And if no, it's not, then not, we win the trade.
4: No, I, I, get, I get your logic. I just I don't see it that way for me. It's not about the opportunity cost of who you select, at 47 and 77. It's just the assets it took to get there for one player, while you're giving yourself two more bites at the apple, essentially. And I, and I get it. Like if they had him graded higher, it's one thing. I just, I'm, I don't think Marty Herney is like this oracle on draft prospects, especially at the left tackle position. Like he should not be given the benefit of the doubt that because he traded up, that this player will suddenly turn out to be a good player. Like, I, just, I like him too, but there's obviously, like, a very good chance that he could turn out to be a bust, which makes this trade up even worse. And that's why I'm always against, you know, using assets, you know, within the first three rounds to trade up, because you just – there's just too much risk involved. Unless you're trading for a franchise QB. That's the only situation where it'd be different, but –
0: Yeah, but it hit the- oh, we're live. We
2: are live.
0: I can't stop it once I hit the button.
2: Can't stop, won't stop. Um, Yeah, we're live for the day three of the NFL draft 2019. Super excited. Super excited.
0: <laughs> By the way, John, ready. I need
2: you to share the uh, public YouTube link. I did already. Did you? Okay, well. There's I'm a gonna-
1: post on CSR.
2: Oh. I'm going to fuck off real quick while I put it on Twitter and Facebook. So have at it.
1: Yeah, if you're listening, you can go to CSR and there's a there's a thread on CSR. Where you can ask questions or you can ask questions in the live YouTube chat either way. And during the course of the day, we will answer them if they're not too weird and we have time.
0: That was weird.
2: Sorry, I like went off on my phone.
0: I so I heard he I heard read. him
2: on my phone and in my headset, and that. Oh, was you were you
0: overwhelmed? Were you was, overwhelmed, I was, Brian? I was slightly overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and now there's no one left to make fun of me for being overwhelmed by the. To be the, fair, it was on my phone and my headset. That's a little bit worse than what you dealt with, John. I don't think it's worse than having it both of them playing in your headset. No, it's like, crazy like, if they're in both years. in your headset.
1: <laughs> like it is, it's nuts.
0: So, Brian,
2: Will Greer takes. Go. Hold on. I'm still I'm still doing my social media our stuff. Why don't you guys talk for a minute? I, reg- I
1: regret that we didn't get to do this when we drafted him because <laughs> we did a show, Brian, for like two hours after you left. Really? And yeah, we, we didn't stop until what, like eleven? Or it felt mm-hmm. like eleven. It was like and, the
0: eightieth pick or something. It was like after yeah. the Panthers.
1: Yeah, it was picked. after the Panthers would have picked if they didn't trade. And that was Chase Vinovich, by the way. And yeah, but that was my only regret is that I didn't get to have my Will Greer reaction take live because I think <laughs> that it's hilarious that we picked him. And I also think it's smart.
2: So, all right, I'm tweeting my I'm tweeting the link. OK, so here's my thing. So I was out. at I was out at the bar last night when it happened and my brother fucking texted me and said that they drafted Will Greer. And I honestly thought he was fucking with me because he's been telling me they're going to draft Will Greer for the last 2 days. So then I go on ESPN and find out they actually did take him and I just started I just like kind of broke down laughing at the bar. I think people were thought I was insane. I probably almost got thrown out. Um but yeah, I think it was I wish that they had done this without giving up their other third-round pick, I guess, is the best way to put it. Like, and not that they gave it up for Will Greer, but that they didn't have to do that to get Greg Little. Because I I mentioned this back on Twitter a few months ago, but I I think the Eagles are a really good like case study for what you should do in regards to a backup quarterback. Because what happens if Carolina makes the playoffs last year with Cam Newton's shoulder? You got their two scrub backup quarterbacks. They're not going anywhere. We're like, they've spent some high draft capital on Will Greer. Now, like, maybe they could be competitive. There's a chance that maybe they could win with a guy like him. So, I mean, I don't hate the pick. I just hate that they couldn't address other needs before that. Like safety. Colin Jones starting
0: rip.
1: I'll let John do the safety take because I we agree and he hasn't got the talk yet, so
0: about the part where the, the the starting safety everybody thinks we should draft probably isn't going to be starting or will suck. Yeah. Yeah, that's the take. Um when I wrote my pieces back in like January, I think it was, about positions of need and like where they hit and where they bust relative to league average. Um I looked I barely- at the last
4: I'm here, guys.
0: What's up, Billy? I looked at the last ten drafts, and I this was based on the Panthers having the 77th pick. So I looked at uh, third-round safeties drafted at or after pick 77 in the last ten years. There were uh, 14 of them, and exactly one has turned into a full-time starter. Oh man! I don't know who it is because I didn't have like I don't have it in front of me anymore. But like. One of them, one out of fourteen, started at least seventy-five percent of his team's games since he got drafted, and it was like four out of fourteen started half of their team's games. So yeah. I mean, Kevin, Kevin Byard was a third-round pick. I mean, we're not
1: getting—we're at, at one hundred. We were not going to get Troy Polamalu. I mean, it—it's just that's not—we're not, be- we're not getting.
4: I don't think you were getting Trey Polamala, but you probably could have got an upgrade on Colin Jones or Sean Golden. Well, I mean,
1: I, I think Brian would be an upgrade on Colin Jones. But I don't think that we will go the rest of all, all day today without getting a safety. Like, there are still some decent guys still on the board.
0: That's the other thing. I'll be, it'll be so funny after all of the uproar about not taking a safety at 100. If one of the safeties that people think we should have taken at 100 is still there at 115. Yeah. It's just kind of, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Chauncey, maybe yeah, Gardner over-racket.
1: Johnson, Amani Hooker, Deontay Thompson, Jaquan Johnson, Marvell Tell, and Sheldrick Redwine are all available right now. That's, I mean, that's six safeties that are still there. And I don't think we're going to see a run on safeties from pick 103 to 115. Like I, I just I don't think that's gonna happen. It could, don't get me wrong, but I don't think it will. I think we can get either Gardner Johnson or Hooker at one fifteen. Now that doesn't mean that Marty Herney's not gonna pick a linebacker.
4: That's exactly or, what I fear.
1: Because that's what Marty Herney does, but at that point you can just blame Marty Herney for just not drafting a safety rather than there wasn't a safety there to draft.
0: The other thing is that we're we're past the point of drafting players with the hope that they're immediate contributors, or at least being good immediate contributors. The other thing I've said, like, if we draft a safety and pick 100, which is, like, it's essentially a fourth-round pick. It's between the third and fourth round. You could just as easily call it an early fourth-round pick. Uh, the odds are if they're forced to start, they're more than likely going to be that guy that everybody hates after week six, like, oh, yeah. guy with a liability and coverage, like the new Byron yeah. Bell type. Kind Haruki of Nakamura thing. or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, he'll make one mistake and be damned to eternity.
0: Yeah, no. like, the ship has sailed on drafting immediate key contributors, unless we get extremely lucky. And you yeah, not We're, we're looking.
1: It. Yeah, we're looking at depth, special teams, and backups. And I, that's and then, what we're looking then, at now.
4: No, I, and I totally agree. I think that's why I'm more open to the idea of trading down and picking up some more picks. Yeah, just.
0: throw <clears throat> Daniel
1: a says in the thread, Herney made a comment last night that suggested Greer wasn't necessarily BPA and that they would now go BPA for the rest of the draft. Yeah, they, he said that last night, that they're looking at, they got the three guys they wanted, now they're going BPA, and that means that we're going to see a run on linebackers. <laughs> uh, excuse
2: that? me, the Panthers are definitely going to take a running back, so let's just calm down with those takes.
1: Yeah, Which we're taking a, a linebacker, a running back, and probably a kicker, and oh, then we'll goodness. cut the kicker to keep Graham Gano.
0: Honestly, a running back this late like isn't the worst thing.
1: It's not. We need a we need to find a way to not put Christian McCaffrey on the field for 99% of the snaps.
2: We can put him on for 98% of the snaps.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we yeah. need we need it. 98 is acceptable, but 99 is just too much.
2: Yep. Unacceptable.
1: Watching everyone flip out about Will Greer yesterday was absolutely delicious. God, I loved watching it. The cream of the crop for ignorant tears. So tasty. Yeah, that was fun. I'm glad I wasn't here.
2: Where's the YouTube link?
1: YouTube.com
0: No, you fuck. I mean, like... YouTube.com slash watch question mark V equals D-F capital u 5 double capital V-1 capital K capital E. I'm not typing that in. Well, that's the YouTube link. Don't say fact, we didn't give it, fact to yeah, yeah.
1: We the fact it to you. we gave
0: it to
2: you. You actually took the time to read that out to me actually makes me more mad.
0: <laughs> I sent it. I in fucking the, hate you. Or uh, maybe I just sent it to Brad. I did only yeah, he to he Brad. did
1: send it to me, yeah. That's because I'm the only one who needed it.
0: I, it yeah, was on
2: CSR. That was where I used it. Uh, oh, Brad's the only one who needs it. So so me looking at what people are saying no, doesn't matter. I, I There's all that
0: asked for it. And it's, it's the same.
2: No, I get it. I get it, John. My opinion doesn't matter when it comes to the opinions of our fans. It's fine. I get it. Whatever.
3: Yeah.
2: Whatever. There. Now I can see what they're saying.
0: <laughs> I have too many tabs. With the YouTube voice open. of the
2: voiceless is here
0: i agree with sean boyette about the uh the watching everybody flip out thing i oh uh, well, i need i need to revisit the thread because it got late and um but some of the stuff like some of the arguments as to why we didn't need greer aren't great i don't know why people are so high on kyle, kyle allen
1: i don't either because i really kyle don't
0: allen is one in the nfl as a starter that's why he didn't start though he
1: didn't did he start, start? He, he did, did start. Yeah, he did start. That's right. He did start. start. Right. He say, did start. Yeah, he
0: definitely started that game. He started, game. but he
1: didn't finish it yeah. because he got hurt in the second half, and Garrett Gilbert came in. Mm-hmm. Hey, that still
2: counts as a start, and it still. Yeah, counts as a I good.
1: mean, but the thing is, is New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans <laughs> were playing the guys that that weren't even barely on the roster. Like I, it's not. I, I, he essentially I, won the the fourth preseason game, basically.
2: I I, I want you guys to know, like obviously brad and john and billy know that i'm like a master troll and i couldn't even finish that sentence without laughing just so you know
0: he's he's yeah like i get that he has tools and he's got talent but so he's tall and white i got it (laughs) (laughs) but at some point there's like and obviously this is a bit of a like argument from authority type thing but at some point like He lost his job at Texas A&M, so he transferred to Houston. He lost his job at Houston, and we brought him into training camp. And when I was at training camp, Kyle Allen went with the receivers and threw passes for receiver drills while Taylor Heineke, Garrett Gilbert, and Cam Newton did quarterback drills. Like, that shows you what what kind of prospect we're dealing with. And credit to him for sticking around and looking good with his opportunities, but – I don't, I think it'd be irresponsible to assume based on what we've seen that he's good enough to be like the answer as a long-term backup quarterback. No, and I
4: agree. That's why I felt like they should have, if they wanted a backup QB, they should have adjusted it in the veteran free agent market. Like a guy like Robert Griffin III or Tyrod Taylor or uh, Trevor Simeon. I mean, I think those are more viable options that were not going to cost you a lot of money either. And you give yourself a lot more protection because right now, if like, let's say camp does get hurt, like do you, do we really trust like a rookie to come in there and just pick up the scrapes? I don't.
1: I trust Will Greer more than I trust Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke.
4: Okay, but do you trust Will Greer more than you would trust like a Tyrod or Simeon or? So I want to. I get trust Simeon, Will maybe. Greer
1: at. I trust Will Probably. Greer at a hundred dollars more than I trust Tyrod Taylor at thousand dollars, so to speak.
2: I think you're. I think you're underplaying how much an NFL contract costs, Brad. No, I'm not. <laughs> will Greer's salary this year is $100. 100 will,
1: will Greer will make $100 in it's 2019.
2: a crisp $100 bill. Will Greer, <laughs> welcome to the NFL. Um, he
1: won't even get a crisp $100 bill. He'll get two fifties.
2: So I want to touch some on something. Billy and I have argued about backup quarterback position in the past, like I don't know, like three months ago, maybe, like back in January. Um, so I made the point before that the Eagles are a good example of what happens when you've invested in your back quarterback position. And there's more to it, Billy, before you interject. No, um, go ahead.
4: I'm not going to say anything.
2: Yeah. So, but I do believe that there is value in having a solid quality backup quarterback. And the Panthers just locked, potentially locked one in for the next four years. And right. who could end up being, you know, a starting NFL quarterback somewhere, not likely, but it could be a solid backup. But I was talking to Ashley today because, like, obviously, I was out at the bar last night, didn't really get to process the Will We get Greer.
1: it, Brian. We get it. You have a life. You're not trapped at home. Um, so I, I think I'd Brian rather get,
2: Hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> Goddamn you, Brad. Um, So I was processing it today, and Ashley texted me about it. And I was, like, I was fucking furious about Will Greer because I think that the back. Quarterback position should have been addressed, but I think they waited too fucking long to do it. Like they gave up too much valuable draft capital to go up to get Greg Little, and then they were basically trapped into getting Will Greer with the with their last third round pick. Where like I feel like, as Billy said, you could get a viable backup quarterback in free agency.
0: Here's the thing about free agency.
1: They have to want to come here, and it costs costs money. money.
0: Like we already talked about how little cap space we have and stuff like that. Um, no, would you I'm not cut Tory Smith and had a solid backup. Let's not. Let's not. Well, we're no, not, clearly we can, we're not cutting Tory Smith <laughs> Brian,
2: though.
1: That's the thing. And Brian, you have to buy a Tory Smith jersey, Brian.
4: I know, I'm going to. Well, Billy. Well, well, Brian, no, I never disagreed with you about the value of a backup, especially as it relates to, you know, how the other teams like the Eagles have done it. What, what I'm said, saying I
2: never said you did, by the way.
4: No, and, and but here's the thing, like Philly like they they got Nick Foles in free agency for like really cheap and then they traded like Cheaper than $100? No, they, they picked up Sudfeld on waivers. So it's not like they're actually investing a lot of money into it. They just happened to get lucky with Foles and, and Sudfeld. And that's, I don't
2: know about that because they, they did invest a lot of money in Foles after that season. but. And I don't remember what his no, contract was. They, they,
4: they gave him a two-year contract in 2017. It was like a two-year, like $8 million contract.
2: That's a lot for a backup quarterback, Billy. I mean,
4: no, Derek is... Well, it like, is how like Ryan Fitzpatrick got like ten million dollars like this year,
2: but Ryan Fitzpatrick was potentially going to start for that, that team.
4: You have to think that that
2: that replaces it's also like two years later.
4: No, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. Actually, I mean, I, I'm looking at some of the backup quarterback when Like Chad Henney got ten million dollars two, two years ago to back up Mahomes. Like, I don't agree that you have to spend like this absurd amount of money on it. Like, that's not an to-
2: absurd amount of money though.
4: Like. For Derek, we paid
2: Derek Anderson what two three million over two years, and I okay, thought I, he was a viable backup.
4: Yeah, he was. He was, and and they should have continued to keep him if they were so interested in, in all this you know crazy stuff about. Backup. I mean, he's like fifty
2: three now, but yeah.
4: Um, I'm just looking like uh, what's his name? The guy Chase Daniel uh-huh. gets paid like seven million dollars a year.
0: Okay, we can't but afford that. We not, yeah, who do we? No, and I, and I, I, that's, that's
4: what I'm saying, though. Like, I think that you, like Brian, is making the point that uh, Foles was overpaid when he was with the Eagles, and I'm saying he wasn't. I
2: never said he was overpaid. I just said they paid good money for him.
4: I don't think four million dollars is good money. I'm just looking at some of the backup money, and I think that's on the low end of what backups
0: get paid. Veteran backups get paid. Yeah, that's too much, though.
4: Okay, well, if I mean, we could, yeah, we could have that discussion. But I'm, I think that uh,
0: I don't think it's too much.
4: Well, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's
1: off the board. Damn so here's, it. He went to the Saints, by the way.
0: Here's my thing, Brian, of course. or whoever thinks the, the the free agent route. We have very little money to spend. Clearly, like clearly, obviously, the Toy Smith thing, but that's not an option. That wasn't so, the point I was making. No, though. I know, but we don't have a lot of money to spend. So, signing a like going for the free agent backup quarterback costs us uh, something, like Kyle Love, or costs us a Bruce Irvin signing, or something like that. Will Greer is going to cost like. Eight hundred thousand dollars this year, or a hundred. I or, agree. Four hundred dollars. So, but it's a Colin much Jones better be allocation of cap resources. And we're not. We're not going to. Repl- the odds are we're going to replace Colin Jones with safety here.
1: This is my thing to to counter to go with John's point. Good teams do what we did. Do they? Yes. The Patriots drafted Ryan Mallett, Jacoby Brissett, okay, like, and Tim Garoppolo, and okay. they have Tom freaking Brady as their quarterback. Then they know that they're never going to start because they have Tom Brady. It's it's a smart thing to have a decent backup quarterback, and there's two things that can happen here. Number one, Cam gets hurt. Or three things. Cam gets hurt. Greer comes in. And, and they win four games. And, and they win four games. Okay. The other thing that can happen, Cam gets hurt, Greer comes in and they go 12 and 4. You know, he could be good. The other thing is is that he never sees the field. Like we you know, Cam could return to 2015 Cam. There's there are more than it's more than Greer is going to suck. I mean, it we don't know. And they so- could they could. He could light it up in four games, and then somebody else's quarterback gets hurt, and they get desperate, and they offer us a second-round pick for him, like Jimmy G. I mean, we could have that situation play out. You, you know, you just don't know. He could never play. He could be a ten-year Derek Anderson backup who never yeah. plays. Can I, he could, can, I he, can I say something um, real
4: quickly? He, he. It's just we just we oh, don't I know. know. Br- Brad, hold on. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but then. For you and for Joe Person and Bill Voth and all these people who are making <clears throat> making this comparison, the Panthers are not the Patriots. We don't have Bill Belichick. We don't have like this absorbed amount of talent on our roster. We just don't. We have like legitimate holes. And I don't think that we are in the business of just you know taking these lottery tickets and using them on, on backup quarterbacks, hoping they they can, you know, potentially down the line, you know, replace Cam or you know, replace him if he's injured I just I don't think that's a very smart allocation I would be okay with it if they didn't trade use that 77th pick to trade up and they had like they addressed like a safety or
1: now I think that's fair and I, I we talked about this yesterday I don't like that they gave up the 77th pick to trade up but I mean apparently and I don't know why but apparently Ron Rivera doesn't think that we need a safety for whatever reason.
4: All right, well, he's going to find out the hard way when... Uh, he's going to find right. out
1: the hard way that that we we do need one. I agree with you, and I've been on the we-need-to-draft-a-safety-train the whole time. and I, I honestly think we're going to take one in, let's see, nine picks. All I right. mean, I think that's what we're going to do. I think we're going to take the best one left, and we it could, could be Imani Hooker. Trey
2: Boston.
1: We could always sign Trey Boston for $10. Um, so... I, I just and if Greer doesn't work out, like if he ends up being terrible, <laughs> it's the number one hundred pick in the draft. It's a comp pick. It's not. It's not like we took him at seventy seven, or no, we took him in the second round, or we traded up to get him, or anything like that. It just it doesn't work. And I mean, I don't.
4: I don't hate it. I guess is what no, I'm saying. I mean, I'm not saying that it again. I don't hate the where they took the player. I just hate that they took him before they've they're taking other areas on their roster, because like, like, like you said, like earlier, like the today, like day three of the draft is not where you go out and find starters. You just don't find starters here.
1: Yeah. They you're are, very fortunate. If you do like there are exceptions. And
4: that's, and that's my point. Like your, your top 100 is where you find the players who can come in and contribute. And yeah, like I, I get that they have this, you know, high opinion on um, Kyle or excuse me, um, Rashawn golden, but I don't know man it just to me it doesn't feel very comfortable and
0: yeah, I don't, so, like, by the way you say you, you're very adamant like the top 100 is where you find your instant contributors um we're at 100 like it's not a fine line and we're at 115 is next like the, the difference between those two picks is, is negligible. Yeah, well, like I would get your yeah. point.
1: I would I would agree with you 100% Billy if we didn't have the pick pick 115. Like if we had to go from 100 to what is our next one? 137 or something like that, 154, some, whatever it is. Mm. I I would I would be fully 100% on board with you that it was a mistake to take a backup quarterback at 100 because we would have to go that deep without adding somebody else. But 15 picks later, we're going to be able to add probably a quality player. There are still potential starter quality guys that haven't been drafted yet. Like, Amani Hooker is still on the board. Now, he might not be in the next eight picks, but, you know, he's still there. And if Herney doesn't draft him, that's a completely different conversation, and I will be right next to you demanding he be fired.
0: The thing is, it's like...
4: I don't want him to get fired over not drafting a player in the fourth round. I just think this is why I want... Oh,
1: God. Well, it's not necessarily not drafting a player in the fourth round. It's not addressing a position that literally every other person who has ever watched the Panthers play football in the last two years knows that they need to draft, I, except for the person making the decision.
2: I just want to interrupt real quick and let you guys know I just ordered
0: my Torrey Smith jersey, by the way.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: Yep. So I'll The other pictures. thing is we clearly had one quarterback that we wanted. And Will Greer, based on how much time we devoted to getting to know him and scouting him and stuff. There are several different safeties that I'm sure that we're all we're okay with any one of them that happens to fall. And there's yeah. plenty of them there. So I think that's part of the goes into the decision where it's like
1: There's ten to choose from and they're playing the odds <laughs> that one of them will still be there in fifteen mm-hmm. picks, because I think it was more likely that one of Amani Hooker, Chelsea Gardner, Johnson, and any of the other ones would be there over Will Greer, so they went ahead and took Will Greer.
0: All this is going to be for not when we draft. Uh, it's all going to be for not when we lineman, draft
1: a linebacker
0: or a linebacker. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: like, I get the logic you guys are using here, but it's <clears throat> for them to like actually bank on having a safety they can that can that can uh compete with like Colin Jones or Rashawn Galdon or Norris Searcy in the fourth round is just very irresponsible. Yeah, well, I mean we, we do have Norris
1: Searcy coming back, but he's, he, he he's uh, if you breathe on him too hard he'll get a concussion. So you
4: know, th- that's another thing too, because like now people are saying that Ross Cockrell is all of a sudden like the entrenched as a starter at cornerback. And that also just makes me a little squeezy because like he's coming off of a pretty serious injury and I don't
1: know. He, well, is, he we have blade, for Sean Gall, he can play safety. So
4: Ross Cockrell is going to
2: play corner. I mean, <laughs> no,
4: at, but, but, I but think for cornerback <laughs> Brad, we have some issues. We'll have, have like a nickel corner.
2: I think that uh, Dante Jackson can play nickel corner. If
4: if Cockrell
1: is, ha- is is healthy, we have Bradbury Cockrell and and Jackson. That's a pretty good trio.
2: Yeah, I would think that at worst they would just play Dante Jackson as the starter on the outside in two cornerback sets and use them as a nickel when they have mm. nickel sets
1: and we could use golden as a big nickel. Like we have options. And I know, I'm not I saying they are good options. I'm I know just Billy, saying you're we have happy. options. I
2: know Billy. You're not happy with that, <laughs> but that's a lot better than a lot of that. That's a lot better than it could be with other positions. Like Ross Cockrell is your prototypical outside zone corner.
4: No, he, I, I, I get, Again, hold on. I, I never have an issue with him. I'm just saying like, it's a, a little squeezy for me as a fan to expect a guy coming off that injury. <laughs> To be entrenched as a starter.
1: How long have you been a fan of this team?
4: Fortunately, too long. That's what we do. Like, well, I mean, I'm trying to mitigate those risks by you know looking at other areas where they could address, and that's why again, like, just using your third draft pick on a quarterback is not what I would. Didn't done. Ross
2: Cockrell break his leg? Isn't yeah, that just, what
4: happened? He broke his leg.
2: That's not really like. An injury that people don't come back from.
4: No, it's not. But like he hasn't like he hasn't been a good player outside of one year with the Giants, which is why we signed him.
2: He was pretty good with the Steelers, if I recall. No, he was
4: not. That's he got caught after like a year after they drafted him.
2: I thought they traded him because they were going to a man a more man-heavy scheme. That was well, what I saw. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's what I saw too. That the reason that he we draft we signed him as well no. was that he would fit better in our zone.
2: What no, I saw was I, that I he agreed, went to I, this. Hold on. I, I, I agree with that. What I saw was that the Steelers were going to a more man-heavy scheme, so they traded him to the Giants. He went to the Giants. The Giants then let him go. That was what I saw. Because main, I guess they were also going to a more man-heavy scheme since he was actually good with the Giants. I just remember it wasn't really like him being bad as much as just like the fit.
0: I like how they showed the notable fourth round picks on ESPN right now, and there's six of them. (laughs)
1: Like ever?
0: Ever. (laughs) Obviously, there's more than that. But it was like, it's also a really funny list because they went with like big names for a long time ago, and then they really were grasping for straws recently. It's like John Stallworth, Steve Largent. Andre Ray. Oh, they had to go
1: that far back?
0: Yeah, Charles Haley.
1: <laughs> Damn. Dak,
0: Dak Prescott, Tariq Cohen. <laughs> it's like, oh boy. Dak Prescott and Tariq Cohen. Really get the juices flowing.
4: Well they they took Christian Miller, Edge Rusher. Oh, you know that for
1: a fact? Yes.
0: I need to see that because I I'm okay to... with that. Where's that? Jordan Rodriguez
1: just confirmed it, so I will put that embed in your post, John. Okay. So So you can go in there and do it.
2: I feel like Christian Miller was mocked in like... I feel like I saw him in like anywhere from like the first to third rounds in some mocks. I don't know why.
4: My cast are fighting.
1: He's not bad, especially in the at, at one hundred and fifteen overall.
2: I mean, I am okay with it.
1: Like, I am okay with it too. I don't hate it.
2: They need they need as
4: much, you know.
1: We need de- we need defensive line depth.
4: Yeah, exactly. Well, he's not a defensive lineman. Let's just be clear. He's an edge like a linebacker edge rusher. Yeah, but I mean, we we need that too. But we need. I think we need more defensive linemen right now because right now they have like enough. I think they have enough edge rushers. Like they don't need to be like.
2: What, you have a problem with Vernon Butler?
4: I don't have a problem with him. Ron Rivera well. <laughs> You have, I mean, Ron Rivera has a problem with him.
2: They got Kyle Love, though. It's fine.
4: That is true.
1: We brought Kyle Love back.
0: And uh, what is it? Alan Bailey? They could be signing him. All right. That's all you need is the, the first sentence for right now, right, Brad?
1: Yeah, go ahead and publish it. Well, let me finish the headlines, and I'll publish it, and you can go back in and write the actual article.
0: Okay. Oh, he played for Alabama. He's gonna be great. Tell me when to tell me when to go. Little people, people get a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, that's
1: what we do here.
0: It's really
2: <laughs> scary back behind the curtain. Don't go that's, back there ever.
0: That's why you. That's why you tune into the live show.
2: I'm telling you, it's traumatizing. Don't do it. Twelve Quarterback
0: hurries. A lot of... That's a lot of hurries. That's a lot of hurries.
1: Okay, John, I published the story. Now you can go back in, edit it, and do your write-up and republish it. Make sure you update the timestamp.
0: Time to plagiarize the shit, Time out, to out, plagiarize the shit <laughs> out of somebody. plagiarize the shit out
1: of somebody. Because, yeah.
0: Pull a D, if you will. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Remember live mics.
2: Yep. So I, I really like them going after more edge rushers because, like, I understand Billy's point that they need more defensive linemen, but the pass rush sucked last year. Let's be let's be real here. So, like, taking these picks and just throwing them on a dartboard for pass rushers, I'm all right with it. I think that well, it makes can I, sense. Can I
4: ask a question? Sure. Are you saying the edge rush pass rush sucked or the interior? Because I think the interior was just as –
1: they all did the entire pass rush as a right. whole so, unit. So right up.
4: now so right now we have a thirty-one year old nose tackle who is probably gonna be on his last year. We have a thirty year old defensive tackle who's clearly aging, and they just re-signed a thirty-five year old nose tackle for one year. K one short
2: played fine last year, dude.
4: No, hold on, hold on. Can I give me one sec. And then Sorry. they had a like by all indications, a first round bust. Yeah. I mean, am, I mean am I am I wrong in that ass- I think K1 short was fine. I also think that he's 30 years old and he's clearly on the decline.
1: <laughs> no, I don't I I agree with you. I think you're right. I just also I believe that you we should build it from the outside in. Like I think we're okay on interior line in 2019. We are not okay at edge in 2019. And I think that what we'll see is that next year Kyle Love will be rotated out completely? We'll draft a defensive tackle, and then, you know, a couple of years down the road, Kwan Short will end up being what Kyle Love is now, and we'll just, you know, we'll do that. But we had to replace Julius Peppers, like we we absolutely had to.
4: No, I don't, I don't, I don't suggest that they. I don't mind. Like it. the only
1: defensive tackle I think we should have drafted before now was Ed Oliver and Quinnen Williams, like. If we would have – or Christian Wilkins or Dexter Lawrence in the, the first three rounds. Like, if we would have gotten one of those guys, it would be different.
4: Oh, I agree. I, I just
2: – I go. think it will take a little bit of pressure off the interior when you have so many – when you have solid no, outside but, rushers. And I'm not saying Carolina did that. I'm not saying Carolina added, like, high-end outside rushers multiple times.
0: I'm just well, saying there goes that,
4: Amani Hooker for anyone who wanted that.
0: Fuck. Uh, that, <laughs> that was that ship kind of sailed. I thought when we didn't pick him right now. Um,
4: okay. I, I just, I just, I like. I don't, I don't really understand this. Like, hold on. Like, yeah, your your logic makes sense, Brian. But the point here is that the interior defensive line they they collapse the pocket a lot quicker than an edge rusher would from the edge.
2: I think that they'll be better when Ron Rivera is coaching them or calling the plays. I should say, and I know that sounds like you know, blasphemy, but they did look better. The defense all around played better when Ron Rivera was calling the plays. Um, obviously, Don Terry Poe was disappointing. Um, K1 Short still played up to what I would call the standard for him. Uh, Vernon Butler is still an unknown, but... This I is even better considering unknown. that the Titans
1: picked Amani Hooker right after we, put, we picked Christian Miller. So fans are going to melt down.
2: I just think the issue will be, I think I feel like it'll be easier to deal with on the interior when you have more threats on the outside, that might require double teams or chip blocks or running backs to go block them. So,
4: All right, I, I might
2: think. be wrong. I might. Be okay, wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna,
1: wrong make, I'm gonna make I'm gonna try to make Panthers fans happy, because um, you know I'm too negative, so I'm gonna try to be positive right now. Pro football focus, and I, disclaimer, I they're share, not I think, perfect. I think
0: I shared the tweet you're about to read.
1: Okay, they're not perfect. Uh, I'm not just using them to because it fits my opinion, but New Panthers edge Christian Miller led all SEC edge defenders in the class by averaging a pressure on 37% of his pass rushes in the game's waning moments last season. He can get after the quarterback.
0: Oh, that's a different one than I showed. His overall
1: grade was 80.3, ranked 30th, 39 total pressures, 25 total stops, 22.7 pass rush win percentage. So he's not terrible. And getting him at 115th overall is a pretty decent value. And let's just be real here our pass rush sucked last season. It's something that we've been saying for months now we've got to get a pass rush we've got to get a pass rush we've got to get a pass rush and by god they actually went out and did it so we can't really complain because we didn't draft a safety in the 4th round when we've been bitching and whining for months that we our pass rush sucked well they did that
4: so but they be happy i don't think anyone is upset they drafted the player i think the the I just think the confusion lies with how they've managed their roster and where the resources have gone. Like, let's say they, instead of giving Bruce Irvin that deal, they gave it to, like, an interior defensive lineman. I would feel a lot more comfortable with it at this stage. Like, they still have Mario Addison. They still have Marquise Haynes. Like, is he, like, now off the roster because they took this guy? Like, everyone was hyping him up to be, like, the next Mario Addison. I mean, F.A. Obato, like, are they going to, like, cut him now? Like,
1: I think they're going to cut Effie Obata on the bye week after we get back from London.
4: Well, I mean, that's
1: my conspiracy theory this season that we're only keeping him because we're going to London.
4: All right. Well, I still think like he showed like some flashes last. Oh,
1: I agree one hundred percent that he's shown some flashes.
4: I think he has potential. Uh, That's what you want out of your third or fourth edge rusher. Now it's a little just. I don't know. I I mean. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer. I'm, I'm just trying to think it logically on how they've like, managed their roster. Like,
1: I think we're finally building a team that Ron Rivera truly wants. Like, we're getting what he had in San Diego.
4: But in San Diego, he had, like, Eric Weddle and, like, Antoine Kaysen and a lot of, like, really good secondary players. Well, well we have that, too. We have Colin
1: Jones and um, Rashawn Golden and DeNora Searcy and Ross Cockrell. I mean, those are ex- one-for-one comparisons, right?
0: Christian Miller, I guess is you're, just similar similar, gonna, to... you're not going to take the bait. Christian Miller is very similar oh, to Brian yeah, Burns. There's like a,
4: and, and this goes back to my original point. And I know, like I keep harping on it, and I keep making this point. Like this is why they need more picks because, like, like let's say they had like another fourth rounder and they took like any state. I don't care if it's Hooker or Thompson or whatever, like, or just an interior defensive lineman. Like I'd feel a lot better about. You know their depth. I'm not saying either like Christian Miller or anyone they select here is going to come in and contribute, but I think the depth gives you more flexibility. And now you're kind of pigeonholing yourself to like these guys who were like on the AAF or cut last year. And um, I don't know, it it, it to me it seems like they couldn't they could manage their entire um team building a little better. And that's that's the value of picks to me, especially in the first four rounds.
0: But Here's I, the stat I get, that I shared. Um, I get I
4: get why other people would disagree.
0: So, the, um, um, for players in his class, Christian Miller was second in the SEC in uh, fewest snaps per pressure, behind Josh Allen, who wait what seventh overall? Seventh overall, yeah. And then next is Christian Miller, and then Montez Sweat, and then Jachai Polite, and then DeAndre Walker from Georgia. So that's that's good. He's very similar. He profiles very similarly to Burns, is uh, in terms of his stature and his athletic yeah, traits. Yeah, I mean,
1: I just I think Ron wants guys who can just get after the quarterback, and I'm okay with that. Now, I wish... if I were Herney, I would have drafted Amani Hooker. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't draft a safety. I'm not saying Same. safety's not a need. I'm not saying that. I'm I would have drafted Amani Hooker instead of Christian Miller, but. I get why they drafted Christian Miller instead of a hooker. Like I understand their thought process.
0: That's the way I am too. Like I would have picked a safety there for sure, but I'm, I'm cool with the pick. I see the Meriton going with another, taking another swing on a pass rusher. Cause we, we my need as many fighting. <laughs> <laughs> my, my animals were fighting earlier. Now they're both sound asleep. So, which is great right now. Um, but yeah, I understand the the merits of the like the decision-making process. Like I understand what we're doing. And it another little signal just to show that we're gonna try to be. We have plans for being creative with the uh, the way we go after the quarterback next year. Like I don't think the Brian's Burns pick alone. Would say like because we could very easily be classic Ron Rivera and try to pigeonhole him into a traditional four three defensive end. But the fact that we have signed Bruce Irvin, drafted Brian Burns, and now drafted Christian Miller, like all three of them, are not what you'd call prototype four three defensive ends.
1: Yeah.
2: Come on, Alex Arma Sports.
1: is announcing the pick.
2: What?
3: Really? That's I think awesome. I know. Oh, Alex Arma with is. with
1: a guy in a wheelchair. Uh, and Sir Pur.
3: It's um, Jordan Scarlett. Jordan, uh, so running, running back. back. <laughs> Jordan
1: Scarlett, running back from Florida. That's actually not terrible. I
4: know it's not terrible,
2: but it's so memey for for her.
3: It's you. so Panthers.
1: It yeah.
2: So Panthers.
3: Get eighteen us
2: Oh, he's
1: actually pretty decent.
3: Of course he's pretty decent. He's like the third running back taken. Nobody's taken any.
1: <laughs> John, I'm getting a tweet embedded for you.
0: Okay. I'm putting in pictures.
1: Behind the curtains again. Can't get this anywhere else.
0: <laughs> I um. This is how all our, our articles work. Brad holds our hands while we just type in names. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm selected. I should probably put the position. Bag, drink,
3: Do you think the Panthers have a type? He's basically the exact same size as Christian McCaffrey. Perfect.
1: Yeah, he's basically just somebody to Do
3: you need
0: spell McCaffrey.
1: I'm getting your headlines done.
0: Um, I have the publish. <laughs> you can no, never mind. I'll wait. Just are you gonna publish it when you're done, and then I'll.
1: Yeah. I'll start. Go ahead and publish. Go ahead and publish.
0: Okay, and I'll start. And
1: then go back in and write.
0: Who is Jordan Scarlett?
4: Why did the Panthers waste the roster spot on camera artist pin?
0: Def.
3: So here's a sea change for you, and an interesting fact about Jordan Scarlett. Suspended for the entire 2017 season. Oh! Ooh, juicy. Yeah, Not not a uh, Boy Scout.
0: Yeah, a little... No guess, give us an an edge. He's a bad oh, boy. Oh, man, this kid they're showing on, t- on ESPN is a terrible kicker. Oh, my God. No leg strength. He's like three years old and he kicked a football and it just kind of fell off the tee. Oh, nope, not that Jordan Scarlett. Apparently is a Jordan Scarlett so- soccer player.
1: I think you. I think I misspelled his name. I think it's with one T at the end. Is it? I think.
3: No. It's two T's.
1: No, it is two T's. Okay.
3: <laughs> huh. Okay, Jordan Scarlet among four suspended Gators reinstated after credit card fraud charges.
0: Oh wow! Mm. Mm. That's the first time we were drafted a Gator. Chop chop.
3: He averaged all right. So, huh. apparently, nine players on the team were uh, spending. Oh,
1: that that big yeah. scheme. Okay, yeah, he was in, he was involved in that.
3: Yep, yeah. uh, he got spent, spent an entire season though, so he must have been pretty heavy. He must, involved. Yeah. Each of the nine suspended Gators were charged with using stolen credit card numbers last summer to pay for items, including laptops, iPads, Beats, headphones, and takeout food orders.
1: Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would Cowboy. you? Oh my God.
3: That is so stupid. Yeah, that's not, that's, that's not very smart. <laughs> but at least it's not, you know, violence. He's also older than Christian McCaffrey. FYI. What?
1: I mean, yeah, somebody just said in the um thread, well, credit card fraud fraud is a felony, yes, it is
0: it is, it but it's is. not like a bad person fraud. crime it's but it's so. not it's
1: not like domestic violence, rape, murder, you know things like that he it's and and to me, it's a little different. I think those kind of mistakes don't really he doesn't have a history of being violent towards people. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not downplaying the fact that it's a crime. Yeah. Um, it's, but but it's, mostly it's, mostly if we're going to draft crime. somebody who has a criminal instance in their past, that's the kind of crime I want it to be.
3: Yeah. It's a, it's mostly a victimless crime. The person, whoever's, whoever is a uh, credit card numbers got used. They got their money back. So yeah.
0: The only victims are the, the, I mean, the, the, sellers of the products that were bought with them
3: yeah exactly which, and, which does suck i mean it's basically yeah but I'm not, like, I get, nobody feels bad for best buy or, or beats target or yeah, in beats. This case, yeah no, exactly i doubt they bought most of this stuff from a mom and pop shop and don't get and i think in most of their cases uh insurance companies cover that
1: yeah, yeah. the insurance companies are the real victims here. And who feels sorry uh, for no, that? No and, and, <laughs> and, you
3: know, to be honest, fuck them.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're most likely not making a trade today because we only have one pick left. And we can't trade unless he wants to trade like next year's fifth to jump up in the sixth round to get somebody he wants. I'm pretty confident we're not going to trade today which means we will
3: now we're certainly not going to trade up at this point they've made it clear that they feel like they've addressed their needs so now it's just gravy yeah
0: if anything i, hope so.
3: if, I mean I, and again doesn't really matter trade back whatever the hell who cares at this point it doesn't matter
1: oh this is a great one two comment in the open thread R. Scott ninety four said, Florida guys sell this to Florida guys sell this guy to me. And Robob Zoy says, I'm not believing anything coming from Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: To me, he seems way too redundant with Cameron Artis Payne. He doesn't seem like a guy. That's
1: what I don't understand. Like, why did we draft a running back when we signed Cameron Artis Payne to a one-year deal? Like, I get that they want to bring somebody in to spell McCaffrey, but I thought we'd already done that with Cameron Artis Payne. Well,
3: because by drafting a guy in the fifth round, you effectively just gave somebody a cheap four-year deal.
1: Well, that is true. That is true. I mean I, I I find it impossible to legitimately be mad about a fifth round pick. So you know maybe he can be a kick returner, you know.
3: No, I'm not I'm not mad about it. I mean he seems like a talented running back, so who knows? Yeah. We'll see.
1: Oldie is in pure Miami form, probably won't even make the fifty three man roster.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't make it.
1: It wouldn't surprise me if he ask, got. Uh,
3: ask oldie how Brad Kai is doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Scarlett's got some big arms. Apparently, he can bench press four hundred sixty-five
3: pounds. Well, that's a, I mean, if you look at the guy, he he basically like as far as his physique is a carbon copy of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Bill Voss says at least Scarlett will fit in for hashtag Flex Friday. Oh,
1: oh yeah, he absolutely will. Good lord. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Jordan Scarlett retweeted Will Greer last night when Will Greer tweeted keep pounding.
4: <laughs> it's a conspiracy.
1: The whole draft is a conspiracy. It's all rigged. We already know who we have.
4: Yep. So You know what's interesting here is that I think Greer and Scarlet were at Florida at the same time. Yeah, both of them were suspended from the university during their time in Florida for one reason or another. Yeah, Greer got caught with PEDs. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to like downplay or act like it doesn't matter because it probably doesn't. But I just found that notable because I mean, Gettleman was pretty rigid with that,
0: you know, his character guys. Yeah. I mean, we've always been like that with Herney, too. So Well, I think it's just I mean, we no, were
1: G- always like that. With, we were always like that with Jerry Richardson. Like, it was always JR, not Herney.
3: So it seems like uh, Scarlet's specialty is uh, yards after contact above anything else. So, can I share something with you? Not surprised. Ed?
2: Nope, you can't. Billy, you're, you're shut down.
3: Uh, um,
4: no so Josh, you guys know who Josh Norris is, right? Yeah. yeah. Josh just, Norman? No, Norris. Just kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, he follows the draft, I mean, really closely. He said, uh, Scarlet sucks. He just DM'd me. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm like, I, I really have no opinion on the guy. Some people like him. Some people don't. I, I don't really know. It's To me, it just seems like another Cameron artist's pain. Like, I don't get it.
1: Well, I mean, for a fifth rounder, I mean, there's only so much you can expect. I don't even know who is available and who is not
2: Yeah, this I, I is outside mean,
3: by depth as far as uh, the draft goes, I consider yards after contact to be a pretty important stat. And he seems to be good at that. I mean, I, I don't know. He's clearly not, even though he looks like Christian McCaffrey, looking at his stats, he's not a Christian McCaffrey type back. He's, he's not a ball catching back.
1: Yeah. He's only going to be in there for the like four plays that McCaffrey isn't on the field for.
2: So is that, where we're going to end it. All right, yeah. guys, thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening to the show, guys. We really appreciate you hanging out with us and letting us entertain you by talking about football. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, um, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Look for Keep Sounding, uh, and we'll probably do a draft wrap-up show next week, so be on the lookout for that. Bye, guys. Later, guys. Keeps Bye. the
0: football. Takes off to the end zone
4: for the touchdown. He takes the handoff, and he scores.
2: Avoided the Dolphins behind the line of scrimmage and took it in for the first touchdown
3: of the night. Newton keeps, lowers his shoulder, and takes it in for the touchdown. On second and goal, shuttle pass for Caffrey. Touchdown.
0: Handoff
2: dive for Jonathan Stewart, and he's in for a touchdown. That's intercepted by keeping. He has more of those than any linebacker in the league over the last five years. You know, it is good, and Carolina gets a road win in New England.